Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you ready? You're listening to The Outsider's Edge with Game Jay Kells. My check one, two, one, two, what's happening? And Sam Blackwell. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Not finished yet. I'm not leaving till everybody gets these hands. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Alright, what's up with it? This is May May, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, you are here with the most dangerous wrestling podcast around the outsider's edge. This is your boy Damo, and we've got my man Jay Kells and Sam Blackwell on the line. What's going on, fellas? <clears throat> and today, we're recording on March 16th, which is Sam? Austin 316 Day, you know. Uh, and as we all like to celebrate in addition to that. That was all you that was what you said. <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready for that one <laughs> But yeah, so let's get into it. So uh we just had uh, fast lane last week. Um, Sam, we'll start off with you. What, what were your thoughts on fast lane? Uh, I thought it was good. I, I, I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it was good. As far as like filler pay per views go, I thought it was good. I most of the matches were great. Um, on one side, like, I thought Miz and Shane for Usos was good. Pre-show is going to start in about an hour. So, 
you know, we don't need a, you know, we don't need Fastlane being a four-hour show. Like, mm-hmm. they could have done it in three hours. Because mm-hmm. you think Raw is, is three hours, that, but that's including commercials and stuff. You know, they, they could have they easily done a three-hour show and it would have been fine. <clears throat> but, yeah, for the most part, I thought it was good. They were easy. Okay. What about you, Kels? Um, I did all that. You know, same thing for somewhat thrown together. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good as well. Um, Shane McMahon for, for old guy, you know. You know, pretty, pretty, pretty good, you know. That was nice. Yeah, I, I I agree as well. I I thought it was a I thought it was a good setup for Mania. Um, I think the um, I think what this did was kind of say the women's division bar is so high. Um, like anything anything less than great is kind of like because eh, you know the women's division is better than that. Like it's not. It's definitely not just, um, <clears throat> um, for lack of a better term, it's not. It's not like just TNA. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's, it's not for that. It's actually, um, it's actually great athleticism, great matches, great stories, and stuff like that. Um, I was, um, um, I've never really been uh, heavy on the whole. Sasha Bailey story anyway so um, I mean I'm, I'm excited about them winning the titles and all that kind of stuff and then making them a formidable tag team but um, <clears throat> it wasn't it definitely wasn't like a match that I was really like I was looking to see but um, so I didn't really have high expectations for that one anyway I thought anything that came out of it, it would, even if it was decent it was it was doing fine but the, the Becky match um the Becky Charlotte match, um, I was I was definitely disappointed um, because they've had such great matches in the past. So I was like, but this isn't going. This shouldn't be really one of them because basically she's supposed to be on one leg. Um, I felt like uh, the whole triple threat Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte match. I felt like they could have. They could have came to that conclusion a totally different way than the way that they did. Um, so I just felt like it was. I felt like it was a. Uh, it was the inevitable, and they they picked one of the worst ways possible to get to the inevitable. Like we knew it was coming. So 
I think they could, I just think they could have did it better with that storyline. But um, yeah, I mean, but other than that, I thought, I mean, I thought as well overall the, the pay per view was great. Um, uh, it, like I said, great, great uh, precursor to WrestleMania. Um, because we'll have other stuff happening over the next four weeks to to further push that story. But the fast fast lane fast lane was good. Uh, fast lane was good. It was definitely. I'm pretty sure it'd be one of the best of the year. Um, but um, uh, moving on from that, um, as uh, Sam mentioned, the nostalgia. I thought that was. I thought that was like the biggest thing about the Shield match was the nostalgia. That was. Um, to me, to me, that was the official return of the big dog, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Not going to say who we got some haters on the line. Roman Reigns is back. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I, I saw a, I saw a meme, uh, I think it was uh, last week. I think it was like, either, I think yeah, I think it was sometime last week. Uh, it was a picture of um, <laughs> it was a picture of Roman and Seth walking back up the ramp, and like they had paused and turned around. I can't remember if it was. I think it might have been from Raw uh, after they um, helped out Dean, and um, <laughs> they put <laughs> they put uh, comment bubbles over the head like comic books. <laughs> And um, they were both thinking about the Universal Championship. <laughs> so I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because, yeah, Roman was champ when he left. And now Seth is going to WrestleMania to face Brock for the championship. Do you think, uh, you think there'll, be, there'll be any kind of conflict between them out of that? Kind of, kind of like Seth and um, and Finn. Maybe one of those. <clears throat> yeah. But I, I, I know, I know. You said we're haters. <laughs> I don't mind throwing back right now. I won't, I'm not gonna say like I wouldn't have. I would never wish the reason he took time off on anybody. But I think that's really what everybody needed was just him to go away for just a little bit. Okay. Because he's back now, and I'm okay with it. He went, he, he gets beat down, and he comes back and wins the match. I'm fine with that. I think we just needed like a little break from it. So you, you think we got we got like an overload of Roman Reigns? Yeah. And so we just needed to. We had seen him for ten years, and that was it. You know, always in the title picture, always in the main event, always right on the front of everything. And that's that's the main reason I think that people hated on Roman so much is because they were they saw him as another thing. But now that he's kind of not right now in the title picture, and you know we got we got a break from it, and now he's back. You know, as kind of like the hero because he, you know, he's in remission and all that. I have no problem with it. I'm fine with him right there. 
I mean, they they fought they fought before without turning heel on each other, and they, the matches were great. I thought. I'll say one positive about Roman. You know, if he if they put him back in the title picture, at least we'll see the title every week on Raw because not everybody can get a three match a year contract. <laughs> See, I was I wasn't even gonna mention <laughs> the fact that the universal title was not defended at Fastlane. I was not gonna mention that, but since you brought that up, <laughs> not seeing it, everybody forgot about it. It's freaking bad, man. It's a it's impromptu. Doesn't really matter. It's bad, man. Like really, come on. You're like, yeah, come on, cause. We don't, we don't see your boy. Like, I mean, we see Paul Heyman. <laughs> we see, and like, I mean, I, I've grown. I've But Roman's there to get pumped down your throat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I've gotten used to. Paul Heyman coming out for his promo and hyping up Brock Lesnar just to tell you he's not there. I've gotten accustomed to that. So I expect it now when I see Paul Heyman. And I and I don't think it should be I don't think it should be like that. I think like I said, I don't think it's necessarily uh you ain't gotta not wrestle, but just be there. Like make your presence known. You're the universal champion. I mean I mean, like I said, when AJ was champ, you saw AJ just about every week. I mean, it wasn't always in a match, but AJ actually defended the title on on uh, national TV. But you at least saw you at least saw. I'm thinking we should at least see. We should at least say that again, Sam. I said when you said when AJ had the title, we saw him every week. When everybody had the title, you saw them every week. I'm just saying. And that meme popped up again on my timeline the other day um, that I mentioned uh, some months ago about CM Punk 
where uh, it talked about the number of days he held the title compared to how many times he defended it. And I mean, the, to me, that number, those numbers are just are mind blowing. It's like wow, like Brock's defended the title like fifteen times <laughs> in four hundred days. It's like does it's like the CM Punk was over a hundred. It's like that's a big number. That's a big gap. But like I said, it's not even defenses. I mean, I, I agree. Uh, Brock is must see TV. I was just telling somebody that on Instagram the other day. Like they were like, oh, I'm tired of Brock Lesnar, and I was like, no, I'm always down to see a Brock Lesnar match because I think Brock Lesnar is box office. But I think Brock Lesnar needs to add to because he's so box office. I think he needs to just add to that. Let me just show my face, you know, even if it's even if it's not to confront anybody, or you know, even if it is, either way, just at least show your face couple times a month, you know, like it doesn't have to be every week, just a couple times a month, show up, yada yada, especially now with, with WrestleMania coming up, you know, but, but yeah, but we, we got off the track because, well, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to jump into WrestleMania prediction, but I eventually think the, the Universal title and Roman are going to cross paths again sometime, sometime soon, like this year. Like probably by summertime, if it's him and Seth or him and Brock or whoever, Rome, Rome is coming back across that title. Because I don't, I don't think they'll do the uh, I don't think they'll screw him out of it like they did Finn Balor, where it took like no. over a year before he ever even sniffed the title again. <clears throat> but no. then at the end, I kind of think they kind of. They kind of paid that off with him getting the Intercontinental title, even though he only held it half a second. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm happy to see Roman back. I, and I think that if um, if anything, we're probably going we're gonna to see a lot more of him being the fact that he's back, and and people are gonna you're gonna see him a lot, and that's gonna get him back in the talks again because. Just like you heard with Finn, you're gonna hear. Well, he didn't lose the title. He 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 vacated the title because he was sick. So now he's coming back for it. So I just think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting if it is him and Seth uh, battling for it. <clears throat> but um, speaking of championships, let's go to the female Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. <clears throat> So, Kels, let me uh, ask you first. Ronda as the face or Ronda as a heel? Heal to that way, you know, they can hate you even more and you'll be 
even more of a thing with box office draw, you know, all that kind of bullshit. I can see that happening. But um, I think they should have waited till possibly after WrestleMania to make that switch because it's like I don't feel that they that the, the universe doesn't hate her, doesn't hate her because of her character or hate her because of you know what she's doing in the ring. I think it's another one of those. Okay, we don't like you because just like Roman Reigns, you try, maybe you try to force it down her throat, down our throats, and make you like her. <clears throat> and we're gonna show you that we as every other universe, we don't get behind. We want to get behind. We want to get behind Becky Lynch because she's cool. She's awesome. So we're gonna cheer for her even if she is a heel, or. We're going to cheer for Kobe Kingston because we think he's cool and he's deserving of it. So we're going to get behind him or we're going to get behind, you know, this guy or that guy because you're not trying to force him down our throats. And we deserve, we think that they deserve to get pushed, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on in Robin's case. The crowd's like, okay, you're trying to make us like her or we can like who we want to like so we're going to boo her. So I think the counteraction of that is okay. Fine, we'll just make her here and make you really hate her. But yeah, that's that's my opinion of it. I think she should say where she was to at least WrestleMania to everybody's predictions, and she's going to she's going to uh, have a Brock Lesnar type contract where she's coming back every once in a while, and I think that would have helped her out. You know, take a little time off and then come back, kind of like a la Roman. But even though it's for different reasons, of course. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on the world film. Okay. Well, what about you, Sam? I would go as a heel, but in the in the same vein as like a John Laurinaitis or a Mike Adamley back in the day, kind of heel. Mm. As in, we just don't want you around anymore. Hmm. Like it was fine at first, hmm. but like all like she's trying way too hard to make people dislike her, like on social media and stuff. Okay, and it's like all you're doing <clears throat> is showing us you have no respect for the business, and that's why people. That's why the crowd is getting behind someone like Becky. Like if if you like, that's why people weren't like they were disappointed. We weren't getting a Becky Ronda. WrestleMania match and said we were getting a triple threat but the people weren't that upset because they put Charlotte in like it's like okay if you have to put someone in then it's Charlotte that's fine because she cares about what she's doing she has passion for the for the industry mm-hmm. like she, she she knows how to do her job and do it well and she's a great in-ring talent it's like fine at least it'll be a good match right but when Ronda doing all the stuff like oh blah 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 wrestling's fake wrestling's scripted okay whatever we've been hearing that for years we don't want to hear people trying to promote a match that's all they're, that's how they're promoting it like just go away <laughs> like if, that, if that's how you're if that's how you're gonna tr- treat it then you shouldn't no longer be in this position. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I like I like Rhonda as a as a face with with shades of heel. Like I mean, to me, um, Rhonda had like a uh, I, I liked the I liked the switch up. Like when she when she comes out, she looks like you know a kid at Christmas. She's smiling. It's like oh my god, I can't believe I'm here. Kind of feel. And she gets in the ring. She gets in the ring and flips this switch. And she's just like, she's just nasty in the ring. Um, a la Stone Cold. Like, I just feel like she had that kind of edge when she's in a match. And I like that. So now it's kind of like you've taken that edge and now you've brought it outside the ring. Um, I, I liked the contrast between the two. Um, Cause it's just like, oh, she's not gonna be that, you know, that nasty in the ring. But then it's like she, she turns and does like a complete 180. But um, yeah, like I said, I I thought the um, I thought the way they set this up was, I thought it was a bad way to set up the inevitable. Um, I definitely wanted to see Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm, I don't know, and I feel like. I mean, if I would say anybody was forced down our throats, I would probably say it's Ronda Rousey because that's just been from from jump. Like they've been pushing her, they've been pushing her on us. And but I've always been like, you know, at the end of the day, it's about what she does in the ring. I think she's good in the ring. I think she's gotten better on the mic. Um, the the social media blitz from her has just been real, real interesting. Um. But of course, uh, the internet is undefeated, and there's been memes uh, of her. Like I've been seeing them all week of her calling out stuff for being fake that obviously people know is really fake or is not, you know, not real life. And she's calling it out, and it's just like, you know, like we get it. Um, yeah, I think they could. I think they could do this a different way. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is this is their way of giving her that break. Um, you guys are talking about maybe she maybe she loses at WrestleMania, and then she's gone for a few months, and then she comes back trying to get her title back somehow. Since you know they don't do the uh, they don't have the rematch clause anymore uh, for the champions, so maybe she tries to find a way to come back after two or three months or whatever, and then tries to get her title back. I don't know, but I definitely like her as a face. Um. But um, I don't know. It's it's uh it's weird. But uh, Kels brought up something that um I uh, that I wanted to uh, ask you guys about. I, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about uh, Kofi Kingston? Because uh, I felt like Kofi got majorly screwed last week, <laughs> and um, but to me, it kind of it kind of fell in line with the fact that they're uh that they brought the of the McMahons back in full force with Stephanie Shane and Vince and Triple H and they were like the we're here for the universe kind of thing and now they've all slowly but surely turned I guess turned heel maybe except for Triple H but um and now Kofi I feel like Kofi was just lined up to get a title match and now all of a sudden they're doing any and everything for him not to have that title match Sam, what do you think about the Kofi Kingston situation? Oh, man. I... Mm. 
think, I mean, he definitely got screwed Sunday night at the pay-per-view, but don't get me wrong, he is an incredible talent, he's great on the mic, he's, he's great for, you know, good marketing ability, and like, thanks to guys like Shawn Michaels and Daniel Bryan and CM Punk like they've shown you don't have to have a certain look to be world champion Mm -hmm. unfortunately as long as Vince is still in control he only wants a certain look as champion Okay. so unless the crowd turns on the company again like they did with Daniel Bryan after that rumble Unless it gets to that level, I don't think we're going to see Kofi as world champion. And if we do, it won't be for more than like a few weeks. I think he could. I I definitely think he could be world champion. He has all the makings of it. Like he's got every single thing you want in a champion in, in the face of the company. He has it. Time, time for some, time for some action.